Well, spring is on us, and it's a bit warmer than we first expected, and that means maybe there's a bit more reptile activity, and there's only one person you can ever think of when you think of reptile activity, and that's Troy, the reptile bloke. Troy, thanks for your time. Thanks, Graham. It's good to be here. Now, Troy, we're going through a bit of a warm period at the moment, and it'll go up and down. Um, so if, if you're out walking, and this is a beautiful time of the year, spring is spring and autumn are the, the best times for walking, what precautions would you give to just the average person out enjoying their bushwalk? Sure. Um, well, first of all, don't, don't ever let um, the fear of snakes stop you from going and enjoying our beautiful bushwalks and, and uh, the Blue Mountains. It's it's a beautiful place, and and to be honest with you, seeing a snake on the on the track on a bushwalk is a very rare occurrence. Um, yeah, I consider it. You're, you're lucky if you do, um, but just always be mindful that at this time of year they are on the move. So particularly, it's mating season in spring, so you get boys uh, looking for girls, and um, they will definitely be on the move. Um, so you could even see uh, some potential uh, mating happening um, or even some combating happening between males uh, with some species, specifically the the red-bellied black snakes, they they will uh, combat one another, the boys will. Um, And and obviously the the biggest, uh, strongest one will will win and he gets the mating rights with uh, nearby females. So you could see that, but... um, yeah, just always wear appropriate clothing and good shoes and long pants when you're out in the bush. I know that it's getting warmer, but uh, I, I just think it's it's better, if, especially if you plan on going off the track a little bit. It's always recommended to stay on the track, um, but you know it's always a good idea to, to wear protective clothing just in case um, you do spook a snake if, it, if you walk too close past one and don't see it. Um, most of the time they, they won't bite, but if you do step on it or spook it, it might. Um, so most of the time they get out of your way before you even get close. Now, Troy, would you regard um, gaiters, you know, the, um, the, the covers that cover your foot and come up, come up your leg a bit, would you regard those, if you're out walking in shorts, would you regard those as being adequate cover? Uh, you certainly could. I, I actually, I do own a pair, um, but I, I never wear them because I find them too cumbersome. Um, and I prefer just to wear long pants. Most of our snakes in Australia have very, very short fangs. Um, only, you know, a matter of a few millimetres long, generally speaking. And if you've got a good pair of trousers on, um, usually if a snake bites, your leg, which most bites happen on people's legs or arms, and if if you're not trying to pick up a snake, you won't get bitten on the arm generally. Um, but if you you know if you get bitten on the leg, if you've got good trousers on, that should be plenty protection to stop a, a snake's uh, fangs from getting through to your skin. But I mean, it's not 100%. Gators obviously do add a little extra protection. So if if you are particularly worried, you could put a pair of gators on. Um, I don't personally worry about them, but I, I would never tell someone not to wear them because I would hate for someone to say, well, Troy said not to wear them but, uh, and then get bitten. Uh, so I would never say not to wear them, but uh, if, if you feel more comfortable wearing them, definitely go ahead. They do offer that extra protection, but I sort of see them more appropriate when you're working with species that have a lot 
longer fangs, such as vipers from, say, for instance, rattlesnakes or gaboon vipers, you know, things like that that have really long fangs where a pair of pants is not going <laughs> not gonna to help you, help you at all. Um, so, but for our, like, house snakes around here, black snakes, brown snakes, tiger snakes, their fangs are only two or three, maybe four millimetres long. Um, and, yeah, good, good sturdy pair of trousers will do the job. Now, how about, how about protecting yourself by walking heavily when you walk down the trail? Is that going to make any difference? Not really. Um, it, it could it could sort of give the snake a bit of warning. It might move the opposite direction. Um, but I honestly, I think just walking calmly, walking normally, um, it's, it is all you have to do because they'll see you coming anyway most of the time and they'll move out of the way. Um, but any actual like stomping movement, you're creating a lot of animated action and that can actually have the opposite effect. So a snake, if it sees you stomping, um, you're obviously moving with greater movement, more animated movements. And so the snake might think, well, oh, I, I better defend myself against this. And, and so it could actually, could actually have the opposite effect. So I, I just recommend just walk normally, watch where you're walking, and, uh, and be aware. Now, in the, in the Blue Mountains, if you're out walking, what time of the day are you more likely, if it does happen at all? You know, you know Ros and I have been walking now for many, many decades, and I can probably count on two hands the number of times that we've seen snakes in probably 50 years. So it's, as you said earlier, it's, you don't you know, come across them very often. So if you're out there mm. doing your bushwalk, what, what type of snake are you more likely to come across in the Blue Mountains on a bushwalk? What type of snake and what time of, time of the day did you ask as well? And what time of day? <clears throat> yeah, so it depends on what time of the year, but like this time of year we're specifically talking about spring. So um, often you you will see them out mornings and afternoons, sort of not so much in right in the middle of the day, um, especially as it gets hotter. Um so on days like we've had today and we're going to have, you know, this week, um, we're going to have some particularly hot days, you won't generally see snakes out in the, in the real heat of the day. You'll see them around 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon as the sun's sort of just starting to go down. And also you'll see them, you might see them around 9 o'clock in the morning, between, sort of between 8 and 10 anyway. Um, you'll see them at that time of day more regularly. Um, but it depends on the temperature. So there's no strict rule because, I mean, it might be a nice 22-degree day. Um, you know, it might be midday and 22 degrees and a, a snake might be happily cruising around. So you can never, you can never really say exactly. But um, certainly uh, what type of snakes we'll see around here most commonly are uh, things like red-bellied black snakes, um, Eastern brown snakes, you see a few of them every now and then. Um, also tiger snakes uh, from the mid-mountains up. In the upper mountains, you get a lot of copperheads. So not to be confused with the American copperheads. So we have our own Australian variety here. Um, they're completely different snakes. But uh, they're very common up in the upper mountains around Lura and Katoomba especially. Um yeah, and you get also in the lower mountains, you get a lot of whip snakes. Um, and so, yeah, they're probably the most common species that you'll see around. 
Maybe diamond pythons as well. I forgot to mention them. <laughs> Sorry, last question for you is, it, with change of seasons, particularly when you're going into the warmer months, um, as, we are, as we are now experiencing, you've got high temperatures occur, so snakes become more active. When it suddenly goes cool again, which it will be in, in a week or so's time, you'll have minimums down to you know, three and four, do snakes uh, do they have the ability to suddenly turn off um, and then become mobile later? Or do they... Uh, I'm just confused. What, what do they do? They love the hot weather. We got that. But when it goes cool again, what do they do? And cool for several days. Yeah, so if it gets really cold, they yeah, they'll just basically take shelter. Um, and it's the same as if it rains. So that's a really good question. Um, yeah, if, if when it when it gets warm, they will. They'll come out and bask, and they'll start eating and and doing everything that they do. Uh, but yeah, we'll get this time of year. It's an interesting time of year because you do you get a few warm days, and you think I'll put the, my jumper away, and I you know I'll put my beanie away, and and you're wearing shorts and shirts and whatever else. And, and then next thing, you've got three days of cold weather again and you've got to bring the jumper back out. And so snakes are sort of the same. And they, they enjoy that warm weather, but then as soon as it gets cold, they just they go, go for shelter again and they just hide out until, until it warms up again. So it's pretty simple, really. They just, they just hide out and uh, just wait it out till it warms up again. Um, and yeah, and, but it is an, an interesting time because I mean, for me as a snake catcher, I'm, uh, you know, it's all dictated by the weather, and so you know, you get a few cold days and or a rainy day, and you know, there's no work to do. Um, but then you know, the first sign of sunshine though, and that's an, this is another interesting thing is when you do have those those cold days and the snakes hide out. The moment the sun comes back out, and the moment the temperature rises again, it's it's all on again, and they they all come out, and yeah, and they all take that opportunity to bask in the sun and and, and make up for lost time. So yeah, and, and I guess I guess the things they prey on would be doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, uh, it depends on what what sort of prey they like for the specific the species that whatever you're talking about. So um, I guess for mammal eaters, um, mammals maybe aren't. As affected by the cold or the, the like, the temperature changes, um, maybe to some degree, but certainly frog eaters would definitely um, be affected. Frog and lizard eaters, so your red bellies and your copperheads, um, yep. they would they wouldn't be getting any food <laughs> while uh, while it's cold. Um, yeah. All right, Troy. Thank you very much for your time again. We do this. Um about four times a year if we can, and it's greatly appreciated. I'll have some notes um, in the notes about uh, how people can contact you for for snake relocations and things like that, because you're certainly skilled and insured for that. So again, Troy, thank you for your time, and thanks for your knowledge. Thank you, Graham. It's nice to chat. Well, that's it for this episode. Be sure to follow us at askros.com.au and our Facebook page, Ask Ros Blue Mountains. Thanks again for your time.